Today is Easter Sunday. It's the most important day in the Christian calendar. It's a day that we get together and celebrate the good news of Easter. Now, normally when we say good news, I often say I've got good news and I've got bad news. But today is Easter and it's just good news. It's great news. It's the best news you're ever going to hear. And so what we want to do this morning is just spend a little time looking at the message of Easter, the good news of Easter, and we want to understand what makes it so great. So please, take a Bible. There's one in the rack in front of you or underneath your seat. And open to Romans chapter 1. That's page 911. Okay, easy to remember. Not for me. Easy to remember, 911. So Romans chapter 1 page 911 in the church Bibles, and we're going to look at the good news. Now, as you're looking at this passage and following along, we just start at the top of the page, and I'm just going to start reading down the first column. You're going to see the word gospel in the text. I'm going to read the words good news, and that's because the word gospel literally means good news. That's what this passage is about. It's about the good news of Easter. So we begin in verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the good news of God. The good news he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who as to his earthly life was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was appointed the Son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now stop there for a moment. When we think about good news, this is the news portion of the good news. In just a minute, I'm going to explain why this is good news, but the news piece is pretty simple. There was a man named Jesus... And he was a biological descendant of King David, the most important and famous king, Jewish king uh, in history. This same Jesus, who is a descendant of David, is also at the same time the very son of God, God himself. And that was demonstrated or proven to us by the fact that God raised him from the dead on this Sunday, almost 2,000 years ago. That's the news. Now, there's a lot there and a lot to be unpacked. As we go through the book of Romans this coming year here at Calvary Church, we'll spend time unpacking some of those pieces. But today, we're just getting the headline version. And if you imagined a newspaper headline or a webpage banner... The headline of the news of Easter is, Jesus is risen. Now there's more to the story and you'd have to read the rest of the article or you'd have to click on the link to find out what exactly happened and why is this good news and why is it important to me. But the banner, the essence, the core of the news is, Jesus is risen. That's the news. Now I'd like to show you from God's word seven reasons why that's good news. The fact that Jesus is risen is simply news. It could be bad news. It could be unimportant news. 
but it's actually great news, and I want to show you seven reasons why it's such good news. The first reason, we just keep reading in the passage, it's verse number five. Through him, meaning this resurrected Jesus, we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his name's sake. The first reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because we can become an obedient people. We can become obedient. Now, I'm sure you've noticed good things happen when you obey those who are in positions of authority over you, whether parents or teachers or bosses or the law or especially God. And I'm sure you've also noticed in life that there are negative consequences when you choose to disobey those who are in authority over you. And you may have noticed, as I've noticed, that even though we know that good comes when we obey, it can be very difficult to do. It can be very hard to obey those who are in authority over us. The reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because God promises to make us into an obedient people. You see, obedience is not a prerequisite of being right with God. It's a result that instead of having to try to work hard enough to become obedient enough, the good news is because Jesus is risen, we will become an obedient people when we accept him by faith. Second reason why Jesus is risen is good news. Verse 6, and you also are among those Gentiles who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. The second reason why Jesus is risen is good news is because we can belong to God. Now, just a few weeks ago, I got back from a month study leave in Arizona. During that time, I had to rent a car. Now, I drove the car for a little while, and at some point, the tire pressure light came on, saying that one of my tires didn't have enough air pressure in it. Well, I stopped at a service station, and uh, they filled up all the tires and checked the pressure, and they said, well, it seems fine. I drove off uh, the station, and just a little while later, a few days later, the tire pressure light came back on. And I thought, well, I wonder what's the matter. Is the sensor broken? Is there a slow leak in one of the tires? And then you know what I thought? It doesn't really matter. It's a rental car. It's not my car. <laughs> so as long as there's enough air in the tires to be able to drive around, I kept driving. I did my part. I tried to get it taken care of. I took it back to Enterprise, and I said, the tire pressure light kept coming on. It was their responsibility to take care of it. Now, I would have had a very different attitude if it was the car that I own here in Grand Rapids. Because at that point, I would have been responsible for taking care of this. i got to get it fixed. I can't just say, well, I don't know. I've got to figure out what the issue is, and i got to get it taken care of. When God says that because Jesus is risen, we belong to him, it means we're not a rental. It means we belong to him. He's responsible for us. He's responsible for taking care of us. This truth came home to me about a week ago. Uh, we gathered together with a woman from this church. Her name is Diane. And a year prior, 
God had miraculously healed her from ovarian cancer. And so we were getting together a year later to say thank you to Jesus for healing her. And while we were recounting how this happened, we talked about the fact that there wasn't, in this case, any medical intervention at all. We simply did what the Bible said, which was ask the elders of the church to gather over her, around her, lay hands on her, and anoint her with oil and pray for her. Now, the anointing with oil, that's a symbol in the Bible. And what it's a symbol of is anything in the Bible that belongs to God, you anoint with oil, whether it's a thing or a person. And when we were anointing her with oil, we were reminding God, God, this, this is your daughter. She belongs to you. You're responsible for her. Something's broke here, and we need you to fix it because she's your daughter. And he did. He showed up and fixed what was wrong with her in her body. That's the second reason why Jesus is risen is such good news, because we can belong to God. The third reason in verse 7 is closely related to the second one. To all in Rome, this is verse 7, who are loved by God and called to be his holy people. The third reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because we appear to God or are to God special and unique in God's eyes. I have with me this morning one of my textbooks from my freshman year in college. This is a calculus book. And uh, I don't know where the rest of my textbooks are from college. I don't know what happened to them. They may be up in the attic somewhere. I may have actually thrown them all away. But not this one. This one is unique and special. It actually sits on my bedstand next to my bed where I can see it all the time. It's not there because I love calculus. <laughs> it's not there because I could even understand anything that's in here anymore. It's there because it was in the middle of this class that I was having a really major academic crisis. And for the first time, I started to pray in a real way, and God showed up and helped me. That made this a reminder of how much God blessed me, and so this book became special. I take special care of it. I've put it in a special place. I know where it is. I don't know where the rest of the textbooks are. I don't know what's happened to them. But this one is special and unique. The reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because God views us that way as special and unique. Not just a part of the mass of humanity. Not just a part of creation. We are special and unique in his eyes. And whatever we go through, whether like Diane going through a health scare or a financial crisis or whatever thing that we're in the middle of God knows what we need in a unique way and he provides it because he sees us as being special and unique to him fourth reason why Jesus is risen is such good news second half of verse 7 grace and peace to you from God our father and from the Lord Jesus Christ the fourth reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because we receive from God grace and peace. Now, I told you just a few minutes ago that in Arizona, I rented a car. What I didn't tell you was that I got a speeding ticket. 
no one told me that in Phoenix they have speed cameras at the intersections. So that is literally the picture that came from the speed camera. You can see me, see my little goatee? That's me driving the car. Now, I just got this ticket like a week ago, which is a problem because it's from a month ago. The problem is, is that it's a rental car, and so they got to track down the rental car company, and then the rental car company's got to send it to you. You know what I thought when I got this ticket? Oh no, how many more are coming? <laughs> this is literally from my first week in Arizona. And I'm thinking there's at least three more weeks that I have no idea that there are speed cameras at intersections. And I literally, my heart began to pound. I began to think, there could be like five or six of these that come. And how in the world am I gonna pay for this? This is expensive and do you get points for these? And how does this work? And really, it created fear. The reason why it's good news that Jesus is risen is because what we get from God is grace and peace. See, what the law does is the law punishes. That's all it can do. But God offers grace and peace. I don't have to spend my life worrying about what if I miss something that God wanted me to do? What if there are going to be more infractions? What if when I die and I stand before God, there's a whole list of hidden speed cameras that were filming my life that I didn't know anything about? The good news is because Jesus is risen, what I receive from God is not condemnation nor despair, but grace and peace. Grace that all those sins, the known and the unknown, are forgiven, that God doesn't charge them to my account. Peace that I don't have to worry. Is there more coming? Is God angry with me? Will I be able to pay the price for all those mistakes and errors? The fourth reason why it's such good news that Jesus is risen is because we receive from God grace and peace. Fifth reason, verses 8 through 12. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I might impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. The fifth reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because God provides for us mutual encouragement and strength in the midst of community. That every single one of us is on a journey in life and there are seasons in that journey where we are overwhelmed with fear. Perhaps an academic crisis, perhaps a financial crisis, perhaps a health crisis, perhaps a relationship crisis. Maybe it's an assignment that God's given you to speak in front of people. Maybe it's an assignment God's given you to have to share with somebody something that's difficult to share with them. Whatever it is. All of us go through seasons or experiences in life where we are discouraged and weak and scared. And the good news that Jesus has risen is that God has promised that we will receive encouragement and strengthening for those times. I've seen it happen right here in this church. Now, this church is not always perfect. No church is perfect. 
But God's promise is that he will not leave us alone. Because Jesus is risen, there is now a community of faith where we encourage one another on the journey of faith. Jesus is invisible to our eyes, but he's visible to us and those around us who love us and strengthen us on the way. Sixth reason why Jesus is risen is such good news. Verse 13, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I have planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. The sixth reason why this is such good news is because it means we can have purpose in life and we can labor fruitfully. Paul writes other places that there were times in his life where he was pursuing all sorts of things that he thought was going to make him successful in life. At some point when he came to realize that Jesus has risen, he came to understand that all those things he was trying to pursue were worthless. But now, because Jesus has risen, he has purpose in life. There's a man in our church, his name is Jeff. Jeff works at Steelcase uh, here in town. I think he's worked there for maybe 15 years or so. Jeff was born in China, raised in mainland China. His father was a member of the Communist Party in China. As such, Jeff was set up for everything you need to be successful in the Communist Party in China, including not only education in China, but also a graduate degree from a university in America. Jeff was sent to America to go uh, to university here. While he was here, he heard the news that Jesus is risen. He believed and became a Christian. Jeff's worked at Steelcase for the past 15 years or so, and he invited me, because I used to work there, he invited me to come to lunch. And I went there to lunch, to have lunch with Jeff, and when I showed up, I told the receptionist who I was there to meet with, and she says to me, he's such a kind man. I love the fact that I get to work here with Jeff. And then as Jeff and I were talking, he's like, well, we should do a panel discussion at Steelcase about what it means to have sort of purpose in life. He's like, you used to work here and now you're a pastor. He's like, I work here and I understand that this can be a dead end unless you do this the right way. And so we had a panel discussion and a bunch of employees from Steelcase showed up and I watched Jeff talk to all of his fellow co-workers and talk about the things that God had shown him and the things that God had taught him and the way he was using those to be productive at Steelcase and how God was causing him to be a blessing where he was. And I thought, this is fantastic. God is taking what this man is doing in the workplace and he's using it to bless so many people. And people came up afterwards and they were nice and they say hi to me. But they talked to Jeff because he's doing it in the workplace where they live. He's got purpose for what he's doing. That's the promise that God makes. Is that whether you work at Steelcase or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a student or whatever it is, because Jesus is risen, you can labor with purpose that will bear fruit. Your life will matter. Amen. The seventh and final reason, which is kind of the overarching reason, is found in verses 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the good news, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the good news, the stuff I'm telling you right now, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The sort of overarching terms from verses 16 and 17 is salvation and life. 
The reason why Jesus is risen is such good news is because we can become obedient and belong to God and be special in God's eyes and receive from God grace and peace and be encouraged in community and to labor fruitfully in purpose. All of that plus more that we are set free from Satan, sin, and death from shame, from guilt, that God gives us his spirit to guide us, to work in us, and to lead us. Anything, essentially, that you and I need to be rescued from, God provides rescue from. And anything you and I need to experience life the way it was meant to be experienced now and forever, that is given to us because Jesus is risen. That's what makes this such good news. Now, Anytime you receive a piece of news, you got to decide what you're going to do with it. Paul says this news, this news that can result in salvation and life and blessing and belonging to God and a community of faith, this news must be received by faith. What does that mean? Well, anytime you receive news, I told you I rented a car in Arizona. I told you that Diane was healed of ovarian cancer. I told you that Jeff has been a blessing at Steelcase. I told you that I got a ticket in the mail. Anytime you receive news, you've got to decide whether it's true or not. So it is with this piece of news. Jesus is risen. You have to decide, is that true or is that not true? If you decide that's not true, none of those blessings will come to you. But if you hear this piece of news, Jesus is risen. And you decide to accept that as being true. Just like you're willing to accept the fact that I did go to Arizona and all of the things that I just told If you're willing to accept that it's true that Jesus is alive, then all of those blessings become yours. So the question for every single person in this room today, what are you going to do with this piece of news? I've now announced it to you. Jesus is risen.